Well, today, as I've always usually saying because of our beautiful church calendar, it's a very special day. Today is the feast day of St. Margaret Mary Alacoque, and she ties intimately in with us Marian fathers. In fact, we used to celebrate our founding in 1673. We've now discovered through the oblation of our founder, uh, St. Stanislaus Papchinsky, that he actually did that in 1670. So we've recently moved our date of celebration being 350 year anniversary last year going on and through this year. But originally we celebrated it for 350 years almost. We celebrated it in 1673. In the same month, 1673, that Margaret Mary had the first revelations of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. And they are so beautifully connected you know, it pains my heart a lot. I get a lot of letters saying, well, not directed at me, but online comments and everything saying that the divine mercy message is a falsehood, that it's not any good because it tries to replace the sacred heart. No, the divine mercy completes and fulfills the sacred heart. And what is the message? Forgiveness. You know, Jesus says in the scripture passage that anyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven, but one who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. We call it the only unforgivable sin. You know, a lot of people ask this question about the unforgivable sin. Yes, every sin you, that you are sorry for and you go before the Lord, especially in the confessional, and you confess in your heart, even if you're not perfectly contrite, you got some contrition, is forgivable. You've heard me say lying, stealing, cheating, abortion, murder, it's all forgivable. Now, that doesn't mean that's you know, a ticket to license, but what it means is our Lord, if we truly repent, turn away from the sin, we can be forgiven except one sin. There's only one sin Jesus just told us that's unforgivable. What is that one sin? Sin against the Holy Spirit. What is the sin against the Holy Spirit? The Dominicans taught me it's final impenitence. Father, what is final impenitence? Basically, not asking for the mercy of God. So by the very fact that you walk into the confessional, <clears throat> by some of your own will, okay? Now, when I was home, my parents didn't really feel up to going to confession. They've been both very, very sick, and I prayed, and I helped them. It was, my sacrifice was not doing my, my administrative work while I was home the whole time. This visit, I helped clean the garage and hook up things for my dad and do things around the house, cook, clean, do the dishes, things like that. And when I finished, I said, I have only one request, that somehow, some way, you and mom go to confession and get anointing. Well, I left my oil that lost on the bag on the plane. So I said, okay, Lord, we got to be a way out of this. And so I got a hold of a local priest that we went to see for anointing. And it was a, a big chore being able to take my, both of my parents there. It's like a major event. Yet they did it. The very fact that even though they weren't all excited and jumping in the car, the very fact that they had even this much desire and will to go 
and they walk into confession means that they are forgiven. No matter what they've done, they are forgiven. That's the beauty. All we have to do is ask for forgiveness. That's kind of funny because my parents won't go to me for a confession. And I told that to the priest. He goes, understandable, understandable. And so the, the gift here we have is in divine mercy. What gives us, what forgives us of all the rest of those sins? Divine mercy. And this is why St. Margaret Mary Alacoque is such an important figure today. You know, she received this message of the Sacred Heart, as I said back in 1673. She's very similar to Faustina. How did St. Faustina get the message of divine mercy? She was at a dance. And Jesus appeared to her. said, how, much, how long are you going to make me wait? Do you know St. Margaret Mary was at a ball? Just like Faustina was at a dance, Margaret Mary was at a ball at the same age when she saw the crucified Christ. Few people know this. She said the two principles of God that he wishes to bestow on us are love and mercy. Think about this. The sacred heart message is all about God as love, and the message of divine mercy is all about love being put into action. That's divine mercy. So we first have to learn that God is love. But I can say I love you all day long. If I don't turn that love into action, it doesn't do me any good. So we needed both. The divine mercy doesn't eliminate the sacred heart. It builds on it. So in the sacred heart, we learn that God is love. And in divine mercy, it's fulfilled because then that love is put into action. That's what the Catholics mean by works. We don't mean works of the law that I'm going to wash my hands seven times and say, okay, open the door to heaven for me. <clears throat> works are works of love. It's putting that love of the sacred heart. When Jesus pours that love of the sacred heart through the rays of blood and water onto the world, it then becomes mercy because God is taking action to do something about our suffering. He doesn't just love us and let us suffer. He loves us and pours his mercy out upon us. And so this is powerful. And this is why we celebrate the first Fridays. Please join us, Marian Fathers, every first Friday of the month at 8 p.m. as we make reparation to the sacred heart of Jesus. Because Jesus said, if you receive Holy Communion for nine consecutive first Fridays, those are honor in the, in the, in the, the same number nine as a novena, honoring the number of days Mary was in the upper room with the apostles before the coming of the Holy Spirit. So, for nine consecutive months, we receive Holy Communion. We go to confession. And Jesus promises that you will not die in a state of displeasure. The salvation graces will be available if we accept it. He can't force us to accept it, but he will guarantee he gives it if we choose to accept it. Do you know that since First Fridays was the day that Jesus asked St. Margaret Mary for all of us to receive Holy Communion, nine consecutive First Fridays, that's how the Holy Hour began. On Thursday night, the night before, St. Margaret Mary said between 11 p.m. and midnight, on Thursday the night before, go into adoration and unite with the pain that he experienced in the garden. This began the tradition of the holy hour. Now, technically, we could say it goes back to Jesus asking the apostles in the, whole, in the garden of Gethsemane to, to keep watch with him. But it formalized through Margaret Mary. And that's what the Thursday was. 
Thursday for our Lord was the agony in the garden in preparation for Friday. And this is what we're doing. We're, we're preparing by doing a holy hour Thursday night in preparation for a day of penance and reparation to the sacred heart. It's our little cross. That's why we fast on Fridays. That's why we do penance on Fridays. Later, in 1899, Leo XIII consecrated all of humanity to the sacred heart. Notice he did it in 1899. Man, did we need that because the 20th century, the 1900s, was the most bloodiest and most martyrs ever in the history of the church. So we need this. He called it, I still say this, Leo XIII, the greatest pope in the history of the church, said that consecrating the world to the sacred heart was his greatest act of his pontificate. And he confirmed the First Friday devotion. You know, there's some incredible parallels with St. Faustina and Margaret Mary Alacoque. Listen to this. Faustina's confessor was Blessed Michael Sapochko. And it's connected with Margaret Mary's confessor, Jean-Claude de Colombière. He also was the confessor of Margaret Mary. So you have these two great saints, Faustina and Margaret Mary, and their two confessors, Michael Sapochko with Faustina and Claude de Combier, who was with Margaret Mary. Now, they both helped them discern visions that God was appearing to them. They both had doubts. They both carried the burden of what they were told by their, their, um, the spiritual directees, Margaret Mary and Faustina, they carried the burden. Basically, they had to spread this devotion. Margaret Mary's understanding of the Sacred Heart, Jean-Claude de Combierre had to spread that. That was a huge task. Just like Sapochko was tasked by God to spread divine mercy as given to St. Faustina. This was the same situation. It's really amazing. They both died Listen to this. Sapochko died on uh, February 15th. The same day Sapochko died was the same day Margaret Mary's confessor died. They died on the same day, September 15th. And guess what? That's the same feast day of St. Faustus, the male form of Faustina, an early martyr. This is powerful. So the key is divine mercy is the fulfillment of the sacred heart. As I said, it's love and then love put into action. You know, John Paul II said, mercy is love's second name. So it means we have the love of God that we understand in the sacred heart. And then God says, okay, now I'm going to pour it out into the world. That's divine mercy. Basically in the sacred heart, because of Jansenism, which was a, a heresy that mankind is no good. It created evil. It's a heresy. God said, you got to come to me. And so Jesus appeared to Margaret Mary, showing his sacred heart and said, come to me. Tell the world to come to me and make reparation to my sacred heart for the sin and ingratitude of mankind. I am love, Jesus says. So first he had to teach us he is love. Because Jansenism was saying God's not love, God's a disciplinarian, and only a disciplinarian. Watching every move with a record book and squashing us at the first chance. Now, he first had to say, I am love, come to me and make reparation to my sacred heart. So in the sacred heart, 
You see God, call, Jesus calling us to come to him, but then in the divine mercy, Jesus comes to us. Why? Because the world didn't answer his call. In the sacred heart, Jesus said, come to me, and we didn't. But he didn't give up on us. So when he called the world through Margaret Mary to say, come to me, I am love, and we still didn't respond. We went through, right after Margaret Mary, went through the French Revolution. We went through World War I, World War II. So God is, is calling us to him, we didn't come. So in preparation for that, or in response to that, God said, all right, you won't come to me. I'm going to make my last ditch effort to come to you. And then that's it. The end of the world. Because Jesus said divine mercy is mankind's last hope of salvation. In other words, you can't get a last chance than him saying, come to me, and we don't. And then him saying, I'll come to you. That's why if Brother Mark can show the image of divine mercy, we see the left foot of Jesus stepping forward. And every image of divine mercy means he's coming to us. And that's what divine mercy is all about. So anyway, to fish, finish, <laughs> I do fish, but to finish, to finish, God is basically in the sacred heart devotion these first Fridays saying, come and make reparation to my sacred heart. It's wounded. People keep saying, Father, you guys, you Marians always talk about mercy and God pouring his mercy out on the world. I don't see his mercy. I've lost his job or my husband lost his job. I've been banished by neighbors because I'm not vaccinated. My son and daughter are away from the faith and hooked on drugs. I don't see God's mercy. Well, understood. Right now, my family's dealing with it. It's, it's, it's an easy question for me to ask, where is God's mercy? But it's there. We know it's there. And the, and the whole point of that mercy is that God wants to shower it down. I'm going to have Brother Ben read at the end of Mass, paragraph 177 from the Diary of St. Faustina. And I'll give you a hint. It's longer, but St. Faustina says, basically Jesus said, the flames of mercy are burning in me. I'm clamoring to spread them on the world, but I can't. You know why? Because his heart, his sacred heart, from which those rays of blood and water come, are wounded. And the only way that we can fix that is to make reparation. That's why the first Fridays are so important. Jesus said, make reparation to, wound, to my wounded heart, to heal it, to console it. That's why Father Mike wrote the consoling the heart of Jesus. Because we console him in adoration. And adoration just isn't about us and what I need. Father God, Mother, or, uh, Mother Mary, uh, Father God, give me, give me, give me. Please fix this, fix that. We have to do some time where we're consoling him. Well, if God doesn't need consoling, yes, he does. He says, I'm alone in the tabernacle and nobody comes to me. His heart needs consoling. And so he desires his heart to be consoled and we can do that. All right, so anyway, Jesus gave uh, Mary, Margaret Mary, the way through this first Friday sacred heart to make reparation to the sacred heart what do you do receive holy communion go to confession and make your communion in reparation to the sacred heart of jesus ask him to pour his mercy upon the world so join us marian fathers 
every first Friday at 8 p.m. and every first Saturday to do the same thing to the Immaculate Heart of Mary at 11 a.m. When we do this, we're fulfilling what God has asked us to do. And when you look at the connection between divine mercy and the Sacred Heart, it makes perfect sense. All of the rays of divine mercy of the blood and the water come from the Sacred Heart. It doesn't cancel the Sacred Heart. It doesn't replace the Sacred Heart. It fulfills and completes the Sacred Heart. That's why today is another great day. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.